1: I am Luke Douglas, and welcome to Impact in Jamaica. And today on Impact in Jamaica, we speak with Ruth Janke. She is the Executive Director of the Rosetown Foundation. Thank you, Ruth, for joining me.
2: It's my pleasure. Glad to be here. Yes.
1: Actually, we are doing this from Rosetown itself, and it's a pleasure to be here in Rosetown. Um, ...in Kingston, Jamaica. Tell me a little bit about this community, Rose Town.
2: Well, Rose Town is bordered by Maxfield Avenue, Spanish Town Road... ...Trench Town and Gem Road. So it's in proximity to main thoroughfares... ...as well as the downtown area. Unlike many of the other communities... ...Trench Town, Arnett Gardens, etc. Rose Town was actually established as a residential community... So all of the land was surveyed and lots were sold. So there are actually titles, whether private or public, public public-owned, for all of the land in Rosetown. So it's a little different from that standpoint. Unfortunately, in the 70s and 80s, crime, poverty, politics all played their part in breaking down the community. And what happened, there was a lot of migration. People left the community and the center part of the community was abandoned so much so that the government of the day bulldozed the whole area. So there was a whole no-man's land in the middle of the community, dividing it from north and south. So that was a challenge when the foundation was established.
1: Right, and the foundation was established in what year?
2: We were established, well, we started working with the support of the Prince's Foundation from 2009, but we were actually registered in 2010 with the objective of trying to build the community. We were working at the time with the Rose Town Benevolent Society, led by Mr. Michael Black, the community member who started that. And they were really trying to bring the community together and build it back to what it had been prior to this bad period of time.
1: It so happens that the foundation is, is situated right in the no man's land, which divides north from south. Of um, roads down.
2: Indeed, and that's no no accident. When the when we were being established, we had offices elsewhere, and the the idea was to build build a building that would house all of the activities. And when the community was looking at where to build this building, they identified this abandoned building, which was right in the middle. This building had been, when in the thriving time, a grocery store, commercial center, etc. But then with the abandonment, it was left as a husk and actually was known as the the cemetery. The police would collect bodies from this abandoned building. So the community felt that if this building could be rebuilt in this no no man's land, it would provide an opportunity for community members from either side to come and have a central safe space. So this building, with international funding, was refurbished and rebuilt and renamed the Rollins Enterprise Center. So this now houses our main administrative office as well as various projects, et cetera.
1: Right. Um, Some history about Rosetown there. Not all of it very pleasant, but um, the Rosetown Foundation is seeking to change um, some of that history. And one of the things, one of the projects that you have here is a construction project which is funded by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation. So please tell me a little bit about this construction project in particular.
2: Okay, well it's it's a pleasure to find a partner that you see eye to eye with. And certainly the Gore Family Foundation. We've done projects previously, and I think when the idea came up to do something around construction, the Gore family saw the found the Rosetown community as an ideal site for this kind of commitment to to development. And so what we did in February of last year, it was actually launched, February 2020, we had an official launch of the Rosetown Intern Construction Project. And the idea was we would identify young people from the Rosetown community, they would benefit from online training in various areas related to construction, as well as hands-on experience in the construction industry. So it took us from February all the way to June to actually go through the process of identifying, making sure we had young people from both north and south of the community, a mix of male and female as well. We had to do assessments of them, their, their literacy and numeracy to make sure they could in fact benefit from the online classes. And we went through all of that had a number of applications, more than we had anticipated. There was a great interest, but we ended up with 15 young people who were selected to be part of this program. So they started in June 2021, and it's really good, let me tell you, because, as I said, you have young people coming from both sides of the community, which in and of itself is an impactful activity because people are seeing each other, meeting each other for the first time, actually living five minutes apart, but never really interacting because of this historical divide. The foundation, the Gore Foundation, arranged for them to have, they have uniforms, they have polar shirts, they have IDs, etc. A bus comes for them in Rosetown. They're taken to Spanish Town to the site where they have an air-conditioned model home, which is their computer lab. They have classes there. They're exposed to outings to see various things in construction, landscaping, etc. They have a counselor, so they get psychological support as well. Those of them who are in school are assisted in their CXC classes. I mean, it really is an all-encompassing support that they have, as well as the training, as well as the hands-on exposure to the construction industry. So it's really a very, very impactful program.
1: Okay, so this um, program started in uh, June June last year. What's the duration of the training? When does it end?
2: Well, the training training actually will end after about nine months, but then they'll be doing hands-on construction work, so they actually get the experience of doing. They've already started building walls and getting the practical involvement on the site. So the, last, the final part of it should be a full year program, but the final part will be kind of an internship in the construction industry. One of the things I'd like to highlight is that even when they started, you know, some people, some of the ladies in particular were, you know, they weren't really into the hard construction side, but a number of them have done very, very well. Actually the top person in rendering and what have you is one of the females. So it, it, it brought out abilities that some of them weren't aware of. It exposed them to career options cause landscaping, design, you know, all of the different things that they were now being exposed to. Many of them never thought of a career in those areas. As well as, um, although it's a small number, I think one of the things that's very impactful in the wider community is people from either side seeing these young people gather in their uniforms, go out, come back, visit each other. You know, it has really had, I think, a ripple effect in the community in terms of exposing some of the younger ones to what opportunities there are, apart from the bad, which is always an option. But, you know, there are other things possible. And the fact that there are people out there, and I think this is also very important, that the Gore Family Foundation represents people giving back. You know, they don't have to do this. And so for them to be willing to invest a lot of money, a lot of time, Mrs. Gore has been very hands-on in the management and involved with the young people. So it really, I think, also is a good example to them and hopefully to others of what can be done if you're willing to reach out to really make a difference
0: in people's lives. And now, a word from our sponsors. We want to help you mark
2: every milestone. Celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Manpower, I bet you live and live and
1: Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services sales and distribution center. We stock a wide range of COVID 19 washroom, cleaning, and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Mantua and Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876 920 see 5.
0: Welcome back to our podcast.
1: Right. And so after the year, the um, trainees will be placed in jobs with Gore or with other companies. What, what will happen at that point?
2: Well, they will be getting um, diplomas in some of the online courses. The actual hands-on isn't a certified program, but we're hoping that Gore will see achievements in some of the interns that they will be able to offer them jobs. Some of them may go on to be entrepreneurs, the skills that they have nowadays. I mean, I just saw something on TV where in the grill, they don't have plumbers, they don't have people with these skills because, you know, people have migrated or changed. So there are opportunities with the skills that they have that they may go into offering their services elsewhere as well as looking for jobs. So we're hoping that all of them will find something to some kind of employment when the program is over?
1: Um, no doubt they will because uh, the construction sector is one of the uh, most um, buoyant sectors, even in the pandemic, it uh, has been do- doing well. So I find that most persons in that sector are being employed. So um, in terms of uh, the objective of the Gore Foundation, is this to be expanded or showing the way to other private sector companies what they can do? We, we hope so, certainly.
2: What, what we have tried to emphasize in Rowstone is that it's not what we term a sorry for. It's not, oh, we're sorry for these poor people, let's give them handouts. It is we want to help empower and build communities and community members so that they can build themselves. And I think this kind of project is really about empowering the community members and the community at large. Mm -hmm. So if there are other opportunities, well, there are many opportunities. The foundation is here, as you mentioned, we are based in the Rosetown community. Our staff are all from the community, so we can ensure that we reflect the needs of the community and things implemented here are really well managed by the foundation. So we really encourage others, whether in Rosetown, which would be my, first preference. But anywhere in Jamaica, there are many communities that would benefit from this kind of investment in helping to build and empower the young people of the communities.
1: This is, uh, this is indeed inspirational. Just one of the several pro- projects that you have here at the Rose Town Foundation that's um, impacting Jamaica. Right, Uh, because there are are several more, aren't they? Yes,
2: you've seen our farm. You've mm -hmm. seen our farm. We're very happy to have a small but vibrant farm going with the support of RADA that trains our farmers and other community members. Mm -hmm. We've gotten support from the forestry department and other agencies. Mm -hmm. We're, We're looking at the infrastructure for those who don't know, Rosetown has some of the best clay in Jamaica, oh. and many of the clay pots that you see around Kingston actually come from the potters in Rosetown, so we support them in that process as well. Um, so, titling ownership, ownership of their land is yes. a key, has been one of our earliest projects, helping people to get titles for their land. So, we work closely with the National Land Agency, etc. we actually have an event on Monday the 31st, where we will be giving out grants, where we have identified people who have worked very hard to take the, grant, the application process almost to the end and just need a little assistance to carry it over, pay off surveyor of fees, etc. And so we got a grant that we have been able to offer, and on Monday we'll be giving out to five community members to help them to complete that process because we do believe that with ownership of their land, that will help to build their sense of community, their commitment to development, et cetera. So we're very happy that that's one of our major programs here at the Foundation.
1: Indeed. Um, thank you, Mrs. Janki, my friend, Ruth, I should say, <laughs> thank you. Um, for all the work you are doing here at the Rostone Foundation, especially with the help of the Gore Foundation in this um, construction project and I wish you and your team all the best going forward.
0: Thank you so much. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, KyraMed and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate and encourage, send us an email to Impacting Jamaica at Gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at ImpactingJamaica.com.